This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another episode of the One Was Had a Dream podcast. You might uh, hear my voice. I am back. I'm uh, over my flu slash uh, Dublin flu. Really, I, I was rough, to be fair, for two weeks. But yeah, my name's Lee. I am back. I'm the host of the pod. Dan has done a great job. A much better host than me, as I've been told by many, many people. Thanks. Uh, thanks for that. Mainly Gary O'Saxby, who told me that. Uh, said, yeah, best pod ever when I'm not on it. Uh, but yeah, we have got Danny Baker. We were meant to have a guest, but unfortunately they didn't come back to me. So it's just me and Danny today uh, discussing everything Wimbledon. Danny, how are we? We good? It's like Kylie and Jason Donovan back together at the moment. Yes, mate. Yeah, I have Which listened. one are you? Are you Very Kylie or, or Jason Donovan? I don't know. My dress sense, I'll probably be Jason with the multi-coloured dream coat. Absolute shambles. But it's yeah. nice to have you back, sick note, um, <laughs> after your near-death experience. Still not 100%. Still rough. What, what, what was it? Just one Guinness too many, was it? Just couldn't hack it after five, was it? Mate, I drank a hell of a lot. I think, again, with when you go away for weekends like with the lads and stuff, it, it was heavy drinking, hardly. We went to an early house. Do you know what early house is? Yeah, big time. They open at half seven in the morning, a pub that opens at half seven in the morning selling alcohol. We went there on a Friday at half nine in the morning. It was absolutely rammed, this place. So I drink Giza's like, What well, you drinking Guinness? And we're like, one one of the guys was like, Oh, can I have a coffee, please, mate? Giza just started laughing. And then we, he went, Oh, you're being serious. He's like, Oh, okay. Like, yeah, we'll give you a coffee. You go sit on your own over there. Everyone else having Guinness. Oh. They're quite rude, they're quite abrupt, the Irish. I quite like it though. We went into one place to get breakfast, and the geezer comes over, there's 13 of us. Or he goes, Right, 13 Irish fries, that's it, done. Anyone having drinks, Guinness, right, Bosh. Someone's like, Can I get a flat white? He's like, No. It's coffee or do you know what I mean it's like right that's it yeah. that's but it was good but yeah I come back off rough still tired now just yeah I don't know 
Oh, I think it's a form of COVID, but I'm not positive on COVID tests. <laughs> no, because I had to have a COVID but, test. No, before. no, just the way that you said it, you were like, I'm not positive on COVID tests. It's like you've done the test, you've been positive, but you're just not positive about the positive result. No, no, I was negative. Well, that's why that's what I, I heard. Was, I was negative on the COVID test because we had to do a COVID test. My boy, he was been out in New York for a school trip. What? Yeah, my boy's just come back from New York on a school trip. Saturday, come back today. You can't have you can't have a go at me about (laughs) working at uh, an independent school and an all lardy doll, whatever you want to call it, but then talk about going to New York. You didn't. No one had to. You didn't have to go, but there was free trips. Right? Listen to this: free school trips during this half term. Right. Hold on. Hold on. Let me try and guess. I reckon it's New York. Yep. Okay. I reckon there's a skiing trip. Yep. Go on, son. Now, what's the you won't get the third one? Third one's well out there. I'm going for you've got a skiing trip. Okay, I'm gonna say it's gonna be a like a language is like like Paris or something like that. No, no, well out. So it was New York, which he went on. There was a ski the skiing trip, obviously, because excellent. And have you been skiing before? Who? Yeah, no, no, don't really fancy it. I'm more of a snowboarder than a skier. Uh, and Thailand, you Thailand, <laughs> ten night trip to Thailand. What? Treat, like going out Doing in the camp, really, helping with the elephants and stuff, and building Hel- and stuff. helping with. Yeah. How Wait, very generic! It's mad. It cost me an absolute arm. Like his New York trip was in Thailand. Help the elephants. Built a couple of shacks. And, and it really annoyed me like a couple of times. I messaged him. I said, "Oh, what are you having for like?" Because they they got breakfast and dinner included. Like they went Bubba Gumps. They went Hard Rock Calf. They went. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, New York place. So I said to him, "Like lunch, they had to provide for themselves." So I said, "Oh, what are you getting for lunch?" McDonald's. I was like, "You're in New York. There is some of the best cuisine you could have." Some of the worst cuisine you can have, and you're going Definitely. to McDonald's, and he was like, "Yes, yeah, right next to where we're staying." But yeah, their trip—they went up the Empire State, they went to 9/11 Memorial, wow. they went and it's saw. A gra- it's a great city. Oh mate, it's the best place. If I won the lottery, I'd live there six months of the year when the weather's nice, not when it's crap. But it was cold for him. But yeah, New York on a school trip—I've never heard anything like it. I went to the, the I think we went to Calais, uh, and then nice. we weren't allowed to go any more school trips. We went we to the bangers. We went to the Loire Valley in France. I went skiing, school trip, loved it. Of course you did. Luckily, and I was at a grammar school, so it wasn't like a private school. Went on a cricket tour to Barbados. That was absolutely fantastic. But uh, yeah, since you've been away, I went on. I went on the Don's tour. That's pretty good. You did, yep. I've been. I went on it when it first started. We had Eric on mine. Did you? Hmm. Yeah, we we had um, Ray was brilliant. Had Stu in the background doing all the film, which was nice. And we had some random player called is it Steve Jones. I'm tempted to say something like that. It was quite interesting. Quite quite a lot of people. It was half term on the Friday. We must have had over twenty on Good. it. Really interesting going going to see it. The the sheer potential of of the ground. I just hope that we've got the right people to maximise it because I feel like it's a really wicked opportunity, but you're going to need some legwork to begin with the club. But I went on Tuesday to the game and I sat in the main stand. I haven't been there before. I haven't even been up. And that's really nice as well, what they've done there. So, um, yeah, it was, it was that was a really pleasant experience. The same old stuff as we've spoken about, just a bit frustrating with a little bit of the, um, nothing to do with the tour route or the people in it. Um, 
we went in the changing room and Jackson had left all of the tactics from Barrow on the wall. Mm. <laughs> so we looked at like, who are you marking? What are you doing? Where do you go on this one? They've got like um, a really wicked infographic on the wall. I don't know if you've seen it. They have like the attacking half and the defending half. And it's like, in this particular area, prevent the cross, press, do this. This means don't shoot. It's quite a cool um, graphic. Um, but again, it's just a, like we spoke about previously, just a club at times. They do so many wicked stuff. Like I said, can't fault the tour guides. The tour was great. It's just like the spelling mistakes and stuff like that. It's like, oh, guys, please. We've done this is such a brilliant topic. And 90% of the fans would look at it and go, I wouldn't even batter an eyelid. But it's just like, I'm just thinking in my head, if I'm a player and I'm starting to come to a club and I walk in the door to meet and I'm just, oh, what's that? And it's spelt wrong. I'm like, what? Do you know what I mean? It's just that kind of, yeah, just that sort of stuff. But that was, I, um, yeah. Like a, no, because I watched, well, as I said, we were saying off air, I watched the uh, Meet the Manager event, which didn't get the numbers I think they were hoping for. What, what are they likely? I didn't go. I watched no, it but when, when you watched it, what, 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 I've, I haven't, I don't watch yeah, it. Though. It depends on, at the, at the time when it was on, we were doing <laughs> okay. So it was kind of, it was, there weren't, I, I thought there was only about 25, 30 people there, which is a shame. It's, Again, but when are they meant to have them? You can't have them on a Saturday after the games. Do you know what I mean? You can't have them Tuesday after the game. So you have to have them during the week. I'm well happy that the club put it on and the, the, the YouTube video went out. But again, the graphics and stuff, for me, is very amateurish. There's spelling mistakes within it. And I just think it could be better within regards to that. But again, we have volunteers doing stuff for the club, free of charge, I'm guessing, off their own back. I just think sometimes as a professional football club, we need to be full on making sure that everything that goes out is 100%. It's like the other day I had a go at the music that they put on the videos. I don't think uh, some of the rap music that we use should is appropriate for a family-friendly female, female or, in a, you know what I mean, trying to get females down to football, women's game. And we're using rap music where it's talking about choking people and, Stuff like that, I, yeah. It's such a delicate balance, isn't it, in terms of the volunteer debate? I got told I'm old and boring, which is probably very true. Yeah, yeah but I don't want my 14 year old boy listening to some of the rap music they put on. And I'm, one of them the other day was a horrendous rap song, and it had some of the lyrics were definitely not appropriate. And people just say, "Well, you're boring and old now." But yeah, I just think we can be better with everything that we do. Yeah, but there it's are. So, it's such a. That... It's so delicate, isn't it, in terms of the. And as I said to you earlier, if yeah. you if you do say anything about it, you're just a moaner. You're whinging. You you're just throwing slander at the club. It's like, well, actually, as fans, we'd be saying this in the pub, or we'd be moaning about it over a Guinness and stuff like that. So it's all we do on a podcast. But there are some good, as you said, there are some good stuff going on. People are trying their best. Uh, but it's like with the. It's uh, just a really crucial. It's just a really, really crucial year, or three years, if you like, in terms of if we don't get it done now, we're not going to get it. We're not if we're not going to nail our offer, our ground, what we do, how we do it now. We ain't ever going to sort it, and it's just well, just try and really, really try and just get. Just get it right now, and we're laughing. It's if we don't dense. get it right, we're on. We're behind the eight ball. It's the hospitality as well. I've not done hospitality. No, I haven't either. Uh, uh, and I know Mick Dawes was uh, Mick Dawes, uh, 
was pushing for Ivar to come back to do the after the speech after and the, and the oh, okay. match and stuff. One of my mates was up in hospitality, and I, this is no dig at the person doing it now. I don't know who they no, are. No, 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 I don't know. But he messaged us and he sent a video and he said, This is so boring. The guy doing it has no personality. Uh, he has n nothing going on, and it's they need to get Ivor back pushing it with the passion that he has. Don't know why he was taken off it, but yeah, and I, and I know, uh, oh, what's his name? He used to do Love Sport, not Aaron, the other guy that does the Broncos as well. He does some of the hospitality, he, he's very good, but I do wonder if we're paying Aaron, if we're paying, oh, what's his name? I forget his name. He done Love Sport with us, he, he was on Talk Sport and everything. I forget his name, man. Really good looking lad. Uh, it's but not I do me, is it? No, it's definitely not you. I do wonder if we're paying the people to do this now, where and and we're trying to be a bit more professional in that way. But I think where you're used to Ivar and his jokes and stuff and doing the hospitality, when it's a little bit more professional, maybe it's a totally different. It's like oh, this is different to what we're used to. Uh, some people like that if that's hospitality, and that maybe should be the case. But yeah, I just again we we said before we've been in the stadium now, good for years. We should have ironed out all these cracks and stuff. But the new MD will be starting soon. Anyway, won't he? I think he starts... When is it he starts? Not April? sure. But talking about MDs, I know we're just going to sidetrack and I know people talk about... Just want to congratulate Danny Macklin on Twitter. Just seems to have sorted his life out a little bit. Just got himself back out and doing what he's doing. Pleased that somebody can turn a corner like that. And regardless of people's opinions... I'm just pleased that he's man managed to overcome a couple of demons and get himself sorted. So I'm just no, I, I, and yeah, also we, go on. No, I was going to say we wish we wished him all the best uh, on Twitter. There, there's nothing nice of what happened with the situation no. with Danny Macklin. Hopefully, he has turned the corner. Uh, he did. I think it said on there he, he has he did receive two weeks help. He's trying now. So uh, good luck to Danny uh, and good luck to everyone that was involved in that. Uh, yeah, also, wasn't... though, as well, really sad news about Charlie Strutton today. Did you I, read that? I, yeah, just about to say, unfortunately. 34. Yeah, I know. Did you hear anything about what, like, any, I don't no, know. No, I, I just saw it. the Chaffin, uh St. Peter, I think, the team, put, yeah. put a thing out. And it actually really got to me a little bit because I really liked Charlie when he was playing for Wimbledon. I thought he would have gone a little bit further with us if it weren't for the injuries he, he suffered. Yeah, and I think he would have been a women legend if it weren't for, and we'll talk to him, Stephen Gregory, because Stephen Gregory would have passed that ball across from him at Milton Keynes away and Charlie would have scored and he would have gone down in folklore because we would have gone 2-1 up there and I think we would have won that game. Uh, but yeah, very sad news. Condolences to his family and friends and anyone who knew Charlie. But he I was, was there for that problem. FA Cup game. The York one. Do you remember the FA game at home? It's the first time I've, I've never seen it where... A foul took place, ref played advantage, we scored, he then went back and sent the guy off. Yeah, yeah. Never seen that. I always thought a red card was immediately stop the game, end that place and do it. No, no, no. He scored an absolute corker in the cup um, and then went back and sent the bloke off. I was like, that is unusual. Yeah, he, he was a really good player. He was a really good player. He, he kind of fitted the mould of what we had at that time of yeah. we had Richard Butler before. Charlie Strutt and they were very similar players, very quick, very hard working. Then we had John Main, do you know what I mean? And players like that coming through, they were all very, very similar in the way they worked, the quick pace, and they could finish. But yeah, uh, he would have scored more goals, I think, if it weren't for injuries. But yeah, yeah very, more. very sad to don't know. Yeah, don't know what happened. Not sure we should know what happened. That should maybe remain 
private between family. Uh, okay. but I don't know. I don't know. I don't, again, I, do you know what I mean? Well, talking about That's not knowing what happened, but... should we uh, talk about our last couple of games? Yeah, this, I, well, I was at I was at Plough Lane on Saturday. Okay. Uh, yeah, queues to get in are still ridiculous for me. Uh, but and they're still taking water bottles off people as well, which I find very strange. But yeah, uh, yeah, really weird game. I said to the boys when we were going in, I said this is going to be see we're going to be very flat atmosphere wise because Morecambe only bought a couple hundred down. Do you know what I mean? It had that feeling when we play teams where there's no away fans. We've yeah. got to make the atmosphere, which most home teams don't. Not just Wimbledon; it's a lot of home no, teams no, I agree. That won't make uh, the atmosphere. Uh, and yeah, it was it was very it was a flat game, and there weren't too many chances. But overall, we were the better team. But we yeah. fell asleep, try and claim a offside. They go and score, and it was just it was very disappointing. You need if you're going to be a playoff team, you need to be winning them home games, especially as they went and what got battered three 0 on Tuesday against Walsall. Do you know what I mean? They weren't a great side. They didn't have anything up front. And we fell asleep and let them in again. Unfortunately, in both games, I think every single fan could have saw the goals coming. Like watching, I mean, I can't speak about the Morecambe game. I, I, I was watching it in South France, obviously, <laughs> when I was Chianti. Um, I went on the game on Tuesday. And I, I don't think I've watched the game when I'm like, well, this is... You could just tell it was it was a matter of time. Um, again, I did the pod last week. I've had a bit of interesting press from a few people <laughs> telling me I'm a bit negative and that you know I can't believe you're talking about this at the other world. Unfortunately, exactly what I've said has happened. We've struggled to make chances. We've struggled to score goals. We seem to have completely changed the style of football that we've done due to personnel stuff. A lot of it is out of people's hands, which is understandable. And without right. Ali, we look we look mid-table. We just look... But, then. but we're not at the moment. We're still playoff right on the border. But I just, we just look like a really functional, okay football team without a real punch. I See, I don't get this thing about... we. I get... I, to be fair, I do get it. We've lost two of our best players in Johnson and Lewis, our two centre-backs. Spine, and, 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 and Reeves, Hamadi. and Reeves, and then Al Hamadi, right? Yeah. But we have a squad of experienced players yeah. that should be able to be thrown in in cases like this, right? Yes. So, Morecambe, we had uh, Kofi Barmer playing. Yeah, I I think Lee Brown's played very well. At yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm, you know I'm I mean? not a fan of his at all, but he's played. He's done. I thought, I thought he's been really well. good. He hasn't gone backwards for me when he's got Barmer next to him. He's gone forward. Yep. Do you know what I mean? He hasn't, like we all thought we would happen if we had someone that slow at the back. I thought he's been really good. He's led well, and, and that, that's a good thing for us. I just don't know why people keep saying, oh, all our best players play, are injured. But we have got no McLean, no Sasu on the bench on Tuesday. There's no, they're not injured. There's no, Morgan Williams is not near it again. Nowhere near it again. We, we where's, have... where's Billa? Is he injured? No idea. I don't think so. Because he was not even on the bench. But then Ogundir has stepped up massively for me. Ogundir has been a revelation since you and George just said about loaning him out. I know that was a few 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 months ago. But he has since got suspended. This podcast (laughs) that is the one thing that you constantly say, and we're going to talk later about tactics. And I think he's part of our problem. 
There you you think he's part of our problem? And I'm going to explain oh, it later. Mad. I think he's one of our most underrated players at the moment. Defensively, he has been spot on. I think he's part of If you of look at the Crawley goal, he should do better on Tuesday for the goal. No, but you can't because you think he should play for England. But then, yeah. I don't think he should play. But Bugle shouldn't defend like that. I don't know what he's trying to do on Tuesday anyway. Just but kick me your left foot. Saturday, yeah. what my problem as well with, with, with Jackson at the moment is... Why oh, he's not he... JJ. He's not. He's not JJ now. He's got back. No, nah, he's frustrating the hell out of me. I, I still no, don't. I've not wet the bed so much that I want him sacked, like some people have, or, or want to ask questions to a Wild Thing and say to him, "When are you starting?" And we can get rid of Jackson. But his subs baffled me. Tuesday, we'll come on to Tuesday a bit later. But why do we keep taking Kelly off, Josh Kelly? He's not injured, right? Because he starts. And I'm not talking about Tuesday. Some people said he felt his hamstring on Tuesday. I'm talking about Saturday yeah. against Morecambe. We would never have taken Ali off. Never. Right? We'd have trusted Ali to go out there and make chances. We're also, and we're going to talk about this in a minute, why we changed the way we're playing. We're just playing massive long balls to Josh Key like he is Ali. We're trying, we're treating him like he's Ali and he's not. He's a different player to Ali. Right? He's quick. He's powerful. But he ain't going to make chances like Ali did. But he'll get behind players. And we just keep playing own hopeless long balls to him instead of trying to feed him through on the floor, trying to get him behind. But we keep bringing him off 60, 70 minutes because we feel like we've got to play Davison. Davison comes on and he does, against Morecambe, he did nothing against Morecambe. Didn't touch the ball. And, and, and Tilly, again, as well, is well out of form at the moment. And he's becoming a very greedy player that doesn't play for the team. So where is McLean? Where is Sasu? Do you know what I mean? I... I... I, I can't really argue too much with that. I feel, I, I won't lie, I, I I don't share the optimism or the enthusiasm that people have had for Kelly since he's come. I, I'm not blaming him at all. I'm not ridiculing him. He's going to take time to get set. But there has been a number of times where he's almost run away from the ball or run into a different space. And I think a lot of that is probably... I'm watching it and I'm frustrated because I'm thinking, well, Ali would have just gone there. And he's a different player and I think I just need to adapt to the different play. He's worked hard, but he's had absolutely... He's bar, the two, bar the two opportunities at Barrow when he was one-on-one, he, he's barely had a, had a kick anywhere near the area. And again, I think this is part of a problem that we have around adaptability. We just don't we kind of seem to say, okay, in this game, we need this and we stick to it blindly throughout, no change, like for like subs. And we oh, go, okay, well, this next game, me. this next game, we're going to play in this way. So we're not going to play two wingers. We're going to play like a 4 3 3, like we did on Tuesday. Um, and then you're like, oh, well, what's happened here then? Um, and it's just, it's, it's, it's infuriating because, like you said, the argument around players being injured is the two centre-backs. But I thought Barmer was very good and I thought um, Brown's been good. I thought on Tuesday, Barmer went off, Pierce came on. I thought he was decent. I don't I, I didn't. It was a bit dad's army at the point, to be honest with you. But it's going to be low, isn't it? I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think they <laughs> were a problem. But we are, I guess, like when we go into a bit more detailed football tactical chat, if you like. Uh, and again, it's just an opinion, but there are clearly some tactical things that are affecting us, but I'm just, I'm a bit, I'm a bit unsure of why, like you said, 
okay, John Joe O'Toole, what's the point? What, I, like, just about, I was going to say to you, what, what is, what's the crack? You've got, well, I don't think, I, I don't necessarily think it's a waste of a loan because I think it's exactly the same loan as Johnny Lakin. Or whatever, well, Charlie Lakin, sorry, I had John Lakin, I apologize for him. Um, as Charlie Lakin is the fact of Reeves was injured, we needed some bit of some cover. He he can't play centre back because we're down to our, our sixth centre back, and he's still not on the pitch. So I, I would I would be much I'd prefer to be honest to take John Jero to well and put either Villa I put either in. Williams Sasu. I'd have any of those guys on the bench. And to be honest with you, I feel like we're at a point where, and I know people go, oh, you can't, you've got loads of stars. I'd, I'd even wouldn't have a keeper. I'd just go, sod it. Let's just, we'll just pack it out and we'll be a bit more aggressive with our play and have, create those options. Because I just, I don't, I don't really see how Hell offers more than Sasu, offers more than Williams to a point. I think but, Ball has been okay, but as I, I, I don't see Ball. I haven't been Ball hasn't, in my opinion, really grabbed that role in one of those two. And I and I don't think that's. It's a really harsh comment because he's kind of been a bit bit starty, but he's just not the same as those two. I I agree with you on Ball. I think I've been not disappointed in him, but he hasn't gone and grabbed games. Like Little has previously, or Reeves has previously, yeah. and that's he hasn't what you grabbed want. the shirt, has he? He hasn't. No, yeah, but you want him this to go my shirt and... grab the game. And I know he's played in a number of positions. So he's played in the diamond at the at the like DMC, so to speak, he, against Wrexham. He played at the top end of the diamond. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's played here, there, and everywhere. And that's my problem. I think with with regards to the, again the subs, we like for like pretty much all the time. I know Tuesday people will say, well, we switched up a bit. Well, we didn't because he put two players up front and took two players off that were playing striker, but then he put two wingers up front because we didn't have anyone else attacking on the bench anyway. So uh, I agree with your appeal. My problem is he trusts the experienced players too much. So the Pels, the Pierces, uh, John Joe Tools. Trust them with what, though? I don't why? know. That, why are they on the bench instead of a Sasu, instead of a Morgan Williams? I'd rather have Morgan Williams on the bench than Harry Pell. I'd rather have Morgan I Williams just, on I the just, bench than John Joe O'Toole. I just John Joe O'Toole, understand. Well, he ain't our player. He goes back to Mansfield at the end of the summer or he'll be out of contract. But the Harry Pell thing, him. I can argue with, right? And someone could tell me about it. And I go, OK, fair cop, I can understand it. John Joe O'Toole, no, I'm sorry. He needs to... We need to... Look after our own first. Great. Whether there's part of his contract, whether it's part of the loan, I am not a clue. But that's no. De- by the way, that's not a detriment to John Joe at all. I, I've not seen, I've seen him. I've barely seen him play. And in his pomp, I thought he was a very useful footballer. But it just he's just not going to offer the same kind of thing. And I just I feel like if we're going to have any opportunity to to cement a top ten place, we're going to need to be a little bit braver. And I don't. And I just feel at times we've been a little bit safe across the board. Um, I've got to say this as well, and people are going to kill me. I think the, the I think the atmosphere on Tuesday was was terrible. And again, I was sitting in the main stand. Saturday, Crawley fans are giving it both barrels. And my mate was he's a Crawley fan, Josh bless him, and he he came with me to watch it. Um, and he was like, I, I, when you guys came to Crawley. 
you lot were bouncing like mental. It was like, this game, it's been like a library. But also, that the attendance of that game was, what, 7,000, I think it was? Yeah, like I bought a ticket in the main stand in the very corner. It's the only place I could get a ticket, right? In the corner. I could have sat anywhere I wanted. I sat literally behind the Crawley bench at the back next to some other random bloke. There was no one anywhere near me. I could literally, I was literally next to Thorpe doing all of his stuff and all the media and all the commentary. Um, there, I feel like the challenge I also have is that if we're saying it's 7-2, I'm expecting a 7-2 atmosphere. I'm expecting 7,200 people to generate some atmosphere. Whether that is the fans' fault or the players' fault is always that argument enough for grabs. Whether it's a case of, well, the players have got to give us something to the fans. But, and again, I don't want fans who are behind the goal, which is normally me to be blunt, to kick off and go, oh, you don't know, you don't care. It's just from the side, we were very, very quiet. And what, whether that is because the time has come where we need to create an intervention like you've spoken about before to get people going, whether it's a case of let's go back to basics and sing very, very simple songs that we know what would that everyone knows. Whether it's a case of can we get ourselves to the point where all of the people who are doing all of the singing are in the same part of the ground, I don't know. But the atmosphere on Tuesday wouldn't have inspired me to play football. Saturday was the same. Okay. Saturday, well, I, I didn't go Tuesday, but you can tell from uh, watching it in, in Spain that it was empty in places. My problem with this, Danny, and we've raised this many times regarding it, and we've been shot down quite a bit regarding the attendance figures, I just don't think the club care. The club are getting money from people for tickets they bought, or do you know what I mean? I I don't know how you resell tickets. I haven't got a season ticket this year. I don't know how you resell them back or stuff. I don't know if the club are actively looking if they've got people to do it, got time to do it. Maybe this is the MD's job when he comes in. But yeah, it says seven two. Do you know what I mean? And and the football ain't great again at the moment. So maybe if people, I I. I ain't going to lie, I went on Saturday to Plough Lane. Again, it takes me ages, so maybe that's part of it. But I don't really enjoy it. I don't really enjoy going down to Plough Lane. I, do you know what I mean? Trying to get a beer at half-time was a night or a food. The other day was a nightmare at Saturday, trying to get something to eat. You're in the queue for the whole of half-time, possibly going into the second half. Most people leave now 10, 15 minutes or before the, 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 the half has even finished just to make sure they can get something to eat or drink. Uh, yeah, a lot of the places run out of food. Uh, when I was there previously. Uh, and it's just, yeah, I don't really want to be paying £10 for nachos with a bit of chilli on them either when there's great options around Elsfield that I can get after the game and stuff like that. And, I, yeah, it's empty. There's You can't get seats anywhere, as you said. You you try and get tickets or you and you want to take a friend. You can't get them together and then you go there and there's loads of seats together. I, t- I think I that's the thing for me. I don't have a... And again, I think it's a really good point of the resale because... I I had three tickets, right? I bought two and I had a spare and the bloke's wasn't bring his dad and he, he pulled out late in the day. But I had no concept of understanding where to where to put it on if they wanted it. But I, like I said, it just it, it, it just wasn't a, a seven thousand two hundred kind of ground. Um like I said, probably had half that's half of that north stand if you like that yeah. was not used and it was sort of in and out pretty poor following um, from them to be fair it was only down the road I thought it would bring I mean, a lot uh, more 
Tuesday I, night, I, I get it, but I mean they were they were noisy. It's interesting. They're desperately trying to create some energy in this fixture, and we're not that bothered, I don't think. But they really, really are like properly. This is like their kind of right. This is our, and I don't blame them because there's no one else around. So they're kind of like right. Come on, this is our ground. This is our game, and they haven't done it. But we we've been talking relatively negatively. We are still in the hunt. We're still a, a team that is just outside the playoffs. Yep. Who have got the the best goal difference out of the whole of the what eight nine teams. Yep. <clears throat> and it's in our hands. If we if we have a decent result against Doncaster on Saturday, which we're more than capable of <laughs> our our best version of us to get a result. I guess the question will be, and we'll, I think we're going to come on to shortly, is how? What do we need to do to get to that point? What are we doing wrong, and how do we get there? But we've, um, we've also yeah. still got to play the teams around us. Cruz, do you know what I mean? We still got to play Harrogate, who are, who are massively now. I don't know where they've come from. Stockport, Gillingham at home, Gillingham away. We've got winnable games in Swin, like Swindon, Newport, places like that. We can, we have, we just got to find a way. We'll talk about this later. Regarding finding goals again, do you know what I mean? We were we were finding goals and now they've dried up. Do you know what I mean? We're making silly mistakes that are costing us a goal, like the one against Crawley. Do you know what I mean? They didn't look like scoring all night until we they've done a long throw. We couldn't clear it and they scored. Uh, but we weren't looking like scoring either, unfortunately. And then on on Tuesday, Crawley, the the subs that we made were just blew my mind. To be fair, taking off both your strikers, putting on two wingers up front. Do you know what I mean? And one of them's just come back from bad injury. The other one, I don't know where he's been the last couple. He's a winger, Gordon, for me. He's not a striker. And yeah, and we didn't have a sniff once we made the changes. And again, from from the hour, we were we were totally dead. Like we had the good first half. We started the second half. Davison had a great chance. Keeper yeah. made great in save, his credit. Oh, you can't argue that. That is a superb save. Yeah. But from that kind of moment, and again, it's a weird one because I always feel we're in a bad place when Jackson does interviews and I'm kind of like, no, I'm not buying what you're telling me. And I felt his interview about the game, about how we dominated bits and pieces. I wasn't, we're starting to get back into this sort of nonsense talk around, oh yeah, we were, we're miles a better game, but we just didn't deal with this. No, no, we weren't, mate. We didn't make much in the second half. We, they were picking us off there, young lad, what Lolos just constantly getting on the ball, causing mischief. And again, we lost to what I think is a really, really average Crawley team. Uh, like, and I mean, they average. are, Four. they are, the one good thing about all of this is that we are playing at the moment, in my opinion, below par and we're still competitive. Yeah. Which is brilliant for us to have. Um, and it's even better because I think next year it's going to be even more competitive. I think, I, like this year, I feel like we've got a couple of teams, we've got a few Bob, Stockport in particular, uh, Wrexham. Yeah. We've got a few teams who like Mansfield who've been kind of nudging, talking about going up for a while. Next year, the teams that are coming down, what Cheltenham, Fleetwoods, Charlton. They potentially Charlton, potentially Reading. You've got loads of these teams. I'm thinking, do you know what? Next year, if we can keep people fit we can get a couple of signing, we could be in a really good place. I agree with if that. We're, if mm. we're clever. So I don't, this is, yeah, it's, not, it's not the be all and end all, but it is just, uh, it 
it would I guess it's a it's one of those things that if you take a step back, look at it from perspective and go, the last ten years we've been rubbish. Look at us now, aren't we good? Then you kind of go, yeah, okay, I th- fair I think the, but it's we've just threatened to be good this year. That's the problem we got, Dan, is I think we're we're because we're still in the hunt, as you said, we're yeah. one point off the playoffs. I think that still gives people hope and this expectation that we should. And we've got, for me, we've got a team. I know we've got injuries, but we had a team that should be comfortably playoff bound with the team. I just think sometimes the manager makes mistakes and stuff. And he's, I know he's still learning and stuff, but he does make mistakes. And as you said, the interview after, I wanted a bit more insight into why yeah. he changed the subs like he did. People said that they saw. Kelly hold his hamstring and stuff, but again, we don't know if that's true. People said, "Well, why would he, he definitely? Us? He definitely was holding his hamstring at the but game." Just definitely. say he's come off as a precaution, and we didn't want to risk yeah. him. He's, we've only got two strikers at the club, but it's one of them things. We never get that information anyway. I he'll probably start on Saturday now anyway. But yeah, I just I think that's the problem at the moment. I think we're still in the hunt for a playoff because I, I agree with you. I think next year we could really have a solid go at this next year. Yes. Get a couple agreed. of signings and get rid of some of the dead wood that we've been wanting to get rid of. The Pels ago, the Pierces ago, Brown ago, Zanev ago, Davison possibly could go. Uh, it's actually get... the reason why I'm not absolutely hell bent on but having a playoff. I my thing like would be to try and blood some of the youngsters now, the Williamses, the Sutcliffs, the McLeans and things and see how they get on. But because we're in the hunt, of course, that's the problem. That's the you problem. can't do that if you want to do it. But uh, I think as a yeah. group, I mean, we've been speaking about it. I think as a fan base, I think we've got a set of players right now that could get close, potentially could get in that last, that top seven, but we've got to tweak the way that we're playing. And yes. I think we're going to come to that now. Yeah, all right, we'll move on. And then when we come back, we'll talk about why have we changed the way we play, uh, tactics, uh, and, and yeah, Johnny Jackson subs and tactics and stuff. And can we get more out of our forward lineup than we are getting at the moment? See you in a bit. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. Right, we're back and we're going to be discussing the uh, why have we changed the way we play. Uh, obviously, some people will be shouting, well, because Ali's left. But why have we changed the way we were playing football previously? It seems to me now that we go long ball as a first option, just pump it long for Josh Kelly to try and run on to. Uh, he's caused a couple of problems. The goal against uh, Barrow where Curtis scores, he, he calls issues there. But we have we don't get the ball down anymore, play it a little bit. We our wingers don't go after their their fullbacks, uh, and why can't we? What can we do tactically to get more of our front line? Because we have got players like Tilly. I know they're a bit off form at the moment, but he's got ten goals at the start of the season. Uh, we have got Gordon, Curtis, Josh Kelly's come in, Davison still. What can we do? Is it a case of we said earlier bringing maybe McLean in, Sasu, and giving them a chance? What can we do, Dan? What can we do? Well, the first bit is disclaimer these are just my personal observations i'm not i'm not a fifa coach or like that but i've i can go around the whole pitch in my opinion and almost bit by bit deconstruct how why this is the where it is and the why we're struggling so for me i feel one of the biggest issues that we're having at the minute is our two center backs 
And the reason why I think they're, they're a problem is as follows. I think, number one, Barmer has been solid, but the long throw has killed us in a negative way on the fact of all we do in that half is just long ball, long throw, long throw, long throw. And we've now got ourselves wrapped, you know, trapped down a rabbit hole where we've got, we're not a particularly big side, by the way. We're not a, a huge side. And Barmer constantly long throwing it. Almost we never get any success, right? So I feel like we've got this real asset. We feel like we've got to use it because it's, look at this long throw, it's mantle. We've almost forgotten that. Well, almost every League Two team have got two just massive lumps at the back. That's basically, the, isn't it? That's the, the default position in League Two. Just like Crawley, let's have two massive lumps at the back. Yep. That's what we're going to do. We're going to have two massive lumps at the back and we're going to play from there. I think the other challenge we've got is we're getting massively overrun in the centre midfield because the gap between the centre-backs and the centre-forwards is way too big. And that was so evident against Crawley when Little and Reeves were on the pitch and they're desperately trying to firefight. But because Pierce and um, Brown. Brown can't get higher up the pitch because they're too terrified to get hit over the top. So they're sitting deeper, 10 yards in some points. And all that does is create some massive vacuum between Little and Reeves, the front line. If you imagine it, right, it used to be with Ali, you've got our centre-backs are playing quite high. Ali can play high, he can drop deep, but there's an easy pass in the middle. We've now got Kelly, who wants to go over the top. You've got the two centre-backs who want to get deeper. So you've got this massive vacuum of room where we like to get it, give it, get it, get it, get it, give it. And with the ball, we're, we're okay. But without the ball, we get mullered because poor Kelly, poor Reeves and poor uh, Little, they just got to cover so much ground. And we got mullered in the, particularly the last 25 minutes of the Crawley game. The middle of the pitch was massive. There was nobody in it. And Crawley were just occupying that Lolos decided, I'm going to sit a bit deeper and play in the hole. And he absolutely tortured us. So I feel like the defenders are a problem because also we're lacking a little bit of confidence, particularly Pierce. Pierce doesn't want it. So bless him, he was just hitting it nice and long. Brown is okay in patches, but again, because the middle was just, it's too vast, he can pick a pass okay, but then the strikers are too far away. Their defenders know what they're doing, so they sit nice and deep because they're worried about running over the back. So actually, knocking it over the top is almost negligible. So I kind of feel like that's where one of our major problems is. With Johnson and Lewis, we can definitely get higher. I also feel Agondes in this situation is an issue around goal scoring. We, we have kept clean sheets and we've been good defensively since Agondes come back in the team. I think everyone can agree with that. And you're yeah. right. 28th time he has definitely been in my opinion in the team in the last six games one of our unsung heroes I think he's been solid I think he's been dependable but he sits deeper he's very defensive minded and we don't have an attacking threat or an overlap and what it does do is it suppresses Curry as well because we Curry doesn't really want to go without Biller and without 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The other side, and the, when we play with the fullbacks going around the back of the wingers, using your Tilly as an example, right? Tilly is always looking to go infield. Yep. But the only time he gets the space to go in field is if a player's going to run behind him. Because if they're not, you could defend against Tilly. Tilly's never going to go to the right, ever. He's going to tuck in and hit it. So the problem is Tilly's doing exactly what he wants to do, except two of their players, the centre midfielder or the centre back and the left back, know exactly what he's doing because there's no, there's no run around the outside. So that's rough on a Gondir because... He's done nothing wrong and played decent. But if we're going to be in the playoffs, we're going to have to find a way of scoring goals. So my question to you, so I can see you yawning. It's very rude. Oh, man. I can't believe it. I told you I'm not I very mean, I'm, I'm, I'm delivering an absolute It's really good. I'm masterclass. listening. I am listening. No, you're I not. Am. I am. Well, I'm going ca- to carry on then. So with that in mind, whoever's playing on the wings, we've got to have overlapping fullbacks to allow them to do what they want to do. or you switch the players over. The last couple of games, we just I feel like we've lost our fundamentals because we've lost our two centre-backs. I don't actually think, and again, sweeping statement, what's the thing you call it? Um, it'll come to me. When you've got an opinion and people don't like it, they're like, what? I feel that Kelly's not as big a loss as Ali. I think that's a loss. I think the two centre-backs is bigger because I feel like without those two centre-backs, we're deeper and we're affecting the whole rest of our game. Yeah, and the problem we've got now is Barmer. We won't see Barmer again. I wouldn't have thought so, no. No, he's gone, I think. And I feel that actually, though, that this may be an opportunity that we might, without the long throw, we might be able to get back to yeah, a but little Who are you playing at centre-back now? Are you playing Pearson Brown? Well, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't Someone know. Someone said about Jamie be... Ball moving into centre-back. Jesus Christ! But I, I mean, I, where's Calabai, by the way? No, I did again. Again, how how long is Johnson and Lewis? I gone? mean, I'd be I'd be blunt with you. If we're talking about trying to get a bit higher, I mean, we've tried everyone else. I, I'd be really I, I would love to try and find a way of getting, getting Villa back in the team. Right? Would I'd you, be tempted with a Gondi. Would you do what? I'd, I'd be tempted to tuck a Gondi no, centre. 
Holding. And then that way you can play you, killer what about, and you can get higher up the pitch. Well, I know Stockport conceded some goals recently, but their 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 thing was going free at the back with only one centre-back. And then they had the two full-backs would play. So who would you have as a... You'd have what? So you'd have Brown probably as your centre-back or, or Pierce. With, what, with Curry and... With Ogundia and... And Curry. Curry, possibly. But then you're missing Curry then going forward, don't you, down that wing? Well, you do, but back. it's definitely... It's definitely a a a potential solution because and then you bring Bella back in on the right. You have Tilly on the left. I just, I just don't think it's a coincidence. And then you have James Ball because I think yeah. we need to start playing two up front. And I think Davison is for me is horrendous. Uh, he just he doesn't have a football brain, Davison. And I think for a twenty what twenty two twenty three year old, he really struggles with actually reading the game and stuff like that. You, do you know what I mean? So where you haven't got a football go, a, a brain, where Bugle has, Kelly has, Ali did, Davison doesn't. The problem is, have we beaten the striker out of Bugle? Is he now a number, is he that attacking midfielder now instead of a striker? Because I we need two up front. I think Josh Kelly needs someone next to him to win flicks, to, to get hold of the ball, hold it up, and then put the ball through to him. I think we need to stop trying to go over the top to to him all the time uh, and play the actual through balls on the floor, pass it around him, and then send Josh Kelly on his way. But I think we need to put Bugle up front and have him up front with Josh Kelly. <laughs> I think the challenge I have that is that... Can he play that role now, Bugle? Bugle, in my opinion, since Ali has gone, has been our best player. Yeah, but he's and played... I know that we've lost Reeves, and I know we've lost the centre backs. But he's played little... behind. But well, the... and, and again, he's been good because he's been able to break play up and then drive forwards. So I'd be really, really loath to move him. But as I said before, again, I don't think it's a coincidence that since we've lost our centre backs, I think Little, who's been probably our better player. He's definitely had the worst couple of games I've seen him play this year in the last couple of games, by the way. I thought his passing was poor against Crawley. And Morecambe, I think he was really, really average. I don't think it's a surprise that he's when he gets it, everyone's just too far away. And I feel like that is not his fault as such. I just feel like at the moment, we lack a little bit of compactness and we're too far away. And it means that we have to go longer. Now, there isn't a problem with going longer because in the first half against Crawley, we were... Kelly was was basically... We had a bloke called Ransom who was a big lump and Kelly was just nicking the ball off him constantly. But the moment they sit deeper, someone else has to come and do that role. And I think your what you feel is spot on. We I think the day of playing one up front, I think, in this group is done. Yeah. Kelly, Kelly is going to need someone to assist him. He's yeah. not going to pick the ball up and speed past players. Yeah, he's, he's not, not going to be able Ali. to do that. He's not. He's not Ali, and it, it's difficult because we are. We've been very, very blessed with having a footballer that suited that style of play. <clears> this <throat> is going to be a really fascinating sector of our existence, particularly with Jackson's era, because he's going to have to change it. In my opinion, we cannot keep just hoofing it long, trying to play second balls, trying to go right with Kelly. Because Kelly, we had a ball as the right back, and Ra Ali would have run in a channel in front 
Kelly's always trying to run behind yeah. into a space, which again is not a crime. That's the way he plays. And he's either going to need it trained out of him to run in front and be more, I wouldn't say more willing because he's a willing runner anyway, but more available to receive it or we've got to change it up. So I, I personally, I feel like on Saturday we're going, we, we've got to find a way of getting Villa back in the team. In my opinion, he's had his two games. He's been rubbish. The, the, the delicate balance on that is Agondi's done absolutely nothing wrong. It would have to be just a tactical conversation. And for me, and again, to be to be blunt, we cannot afford MK to come to ours and turn us over. <laughs> if we lose 1-0 on a tight game, the fan base will be okay with it. To play like we did against Crawley and Morecambe against MK at home, or it's not going like to be tolerated. It, it won't be tolerated, Lee. The, no, the no, crowd will go no, absolutely mean, like, like we did away. If we play like we did away... I, I, I can see it getting very toxic. Can't, we cannot afford because... to play that again. And we need to find a way, in my opinion, Biller on his day is going to be better than a Gondir. And I feel like, personally, we've got to find a way to get two players up front. Yep. We've got to find a way of getting Biller back in the team. And we've got to find a way, however we do it, to get higher up the pitch. And stop. if we're higher up the pitch, we're going to stop hitting it long. There's a place for hitting it long. I'm not saying there isn't, but at the moment it's constantly get it, get it, nudge forward, hoof it. Yeah. And we're getting mullered because yeah. the problem as well is Bugiel isn't always at the very, very top of the pitch. He's always dropping in a bit to try and pick the ball up or whatever. Yeah. And we're basically asking Kelly to leg it, to get it, and then set up something. And the, we go back to the old bit where Ali would get it and, and charge and get back in the box. Kelly doesn't do that. He's not able to do that yet. So, there's definitely, it's definitely going to be a really interesting part because the, the formation against Wrexham, um, Wrexham, Crawley was different to Morecambe. We were, did the exactly same formation as we did against um, Crawley at theirs. We played two up front with one behind. And for the first half, yeah. just like Crawley away, we were successful. But, but then we just died off our ass. Dan, someone said to me the other day, I worked until we had uh, Lewis sent off for Crawley away. Right, it did, but yep. we had different players accordingly away to what we had at home. We had Lee Brown and Bournemouth at the back, do you know what I mean, who were totally different to Johnson and Lewis. And as you said, we've got someone with a long throw that we are using, constantly using, just to, and some of the balls are aimless throws into the box, hoping someone will get a flick. It's not like we've worked on them. Probably one looked like they worked on that long throw, and that's why they scored a goal. Uh, but my my question to you would be what formation would you be playing or would you be changing it to? Because I do like the diamond because it gives us two up front. It gives us one behind. For me, the diamond does work, but then who are you putting in them two at the moment? Reeves and Little, and then you put in Ball at the back or you put in Reeves and then you're going Tilly and Little because I thought Tilly was horrendous against Crawley when he played in that diamond slot. Or are you putting Gordon in with Little, Reeves, and then you're putting, uh, if you can start games, uh, Curtis just behind the front two. And then them, front, them front three then, you've got uh, you've got Kelly, Curtis and Bugle, which is a decent three. And they can they can keep changing. Bugle can come back. Curtis can go forward. Do you know what I mean? And and you've got... I think that three is perfect. Yep. But it's the, it's the three behind then. What For me, you... we, we cannot play... Davison up front with Kelly. No. I, 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 the reason why I say that, 
I'm not just saying it because of Davison. It's the fact that if if Kelly has a shocker or whatever, we're kind of dead. And I feel like we need someone on the bench. So I I personally I would I'd be playing Curry, I'd be playing Villa, and I'd play two centre backs and that's so you're dropping Ogden right. Deer. Definitely. Not and, yeah. I, and, I, and and that's rough. That is I'm happy, very, more than happy harsh. for a Gondir to come in at centre back. I've got no drama with him coming in one. See, I I've think got no drama. Come, my worry is if you put him in the centre back and he has a bad game, it absolutely kills his his, his confidence and morale because he's been playing decent as yeah, a as I mean, a as a defensive right back. He has been decent. I get your point that he doesn't get. Are we going to get in the better. playoffs with a Gondir at right back? I don't think we do. And so our best football this year has been... Billa, before he got suspended, was he was horrendous at Milton Keynes. He was, he was horrendous he, when he got... He had, he had two terrible games of football. Yeah, but terrible. And he's, had the, and he's had the sending off, right? He had the sending off at home against, was it Stockport? Um, and he obviously had the Milton Keynes game, which, let's be honest, he was an absolute farce of a football match. Yeah, really I didn't see, I didn't see the Peterborough game, right? And like I said, I'm not questioning... A Gondir at all. I think he's been solid. He's proved me wrong. He's been a very, very, very good player. All I'm saying is, is if we're going to get promoted or have a chance of a playoff, we have got to get forward better. We need to create... We've just spoken all the time about getting some service to Kelly. A Gondir's not doing that. A Gondir is crossing. It's not... It's poor. As I said, I'd be more than happy with him playing as a centre-back. If it, it, I mean, I'm not happy. I'd rather we'd said Johnson and, and we got on with it. But we don't have them players. So if we're struggling and a Gondi was to play the right of a two, I'd be okay with that, with, with Biller on the right. I personally think that Little and Little and Reeves are untouchable. I think you've just got to leave them. 100%. I, feel, I think that Tilly's got to play, mm. in my opinion. Where so do you I play, though, be, if you're playing the diamond? I'm having... I'm having re, if, Again, I don't know. If, I don't know whether I'm having a diamond. To be blunt, I don't know which way we're going to go. But what I do feel is that we've got to find a way of Bugiel playing closer with Kelly up the top. I think Curtis wide. I think I don't think he's got the legs at the minute, but I do think he's a goal threat in the middle of the pitch. And I think if there's one player who can score goals, who knows how to score goals, it's Curtis. Curtis has got two goals this year. I've been in the middle of the pitch. See, for me, the perfect formation, but I know we won't play it, and I know Wimbledon fans are really scared of it, would be a 3 5 2. It and would be, the, yeah. The three at the back would be Brown, Pierce, Ogandir. And then you go Biller right wing back, Hurry left wing back. And then yep. you're three across midfield. You'd go Curtis, Reeves, Little. Little. Yeah. And then you have and your you two, up two up front, front, which is Bugle it, and, it, it, and it Josh actually. Kelly. It, it would be, but we've... And then you let... You, the you, fan base will absolutely have a heart say attack. to Curtis, just, you, you yeah. have a free roam. You roam around the pitch wherever you want to go. You don't stay 100%. in that free. You just... You go so and it, pick the ball up. Hurt us. Three, four, three man, two kind <laughs> of thing. Yep. And then you've got a strong bench and Tilly to come on, Davison's come on, Gordon's come on. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and yeah, the only thing is defensively, where do you change it around if you need to? We haven't got much on the bench defensively then, though. That's the only issue. Well, we don't, but what we do have is we have flex. And again, you don't have to, it's not necessarily personnel, just change your dynamic. We, on Tuesday, we're losing. We're losing 1-0 and we're taking off our best attacking player, which is Bugiel, for Pell, who, let's be honest, all he is is just a header merchant now. He literally, you punt it up long, he wins a header or he doesn't. He gets He's not quick enough on the feet, on his floor. 
I said, love him as a bloke. I think he's a brilliant fella. I think he's been a great ambassador. But he's incredibly limited. And it's just... Likewise, we need we need a goal. We haven't got a centre-forward on the pitch. And we're expecting a young winger to go and round around but, and do stuff. And he's not getting anything to work with. And Curtis, who... It just, it just doesn't make... I don't know another Curtis, team... The, the problem is, we need to get Curtis really up to speed because he is that good a player. He yes. is that good a player. He makes things work. He is strong. He's quick. He is the, He is actually the potential player to get us in the playoffs. If is, we get yeah. him, I think, in the middle of the park yeah. and on the ball, in those areas, 25 yards out, off he goes, son. Do what you but need to do. You need, you need not doing that on the bench because when you're winning 1-0, 2-0, you bring Pell on <laughs> to slow yeah. the game down. I get that. We're in the game. I get that. But my problem as well is that and we said how we get the best out of our, our front lineup now is where are the goals coming from other than before Ali? Where are the goals coming from in our midfield? I can't think Chile's last goal, I can't remember where it was. We well, scored a couple in the cup. Reeves and Little Little scored again, I can't struggling to figure out where the goals are coming Little from. Little scored against Morecambe away. Yeah. The, cha- the challenge is Lee home. is that do you know what I mean? Ali you scored need people and was in. involved. I mean, Ali was, as you know, when we left, when he left. Yeah, he was in goal, goal scores it, and assists. He yeah. was huge. A goal, not Tilly, even assists. Goal, goal involvements. Yeah, making things happen. Tilly, Tilly is our top goal scorer, isn't he? So he is definitely the player. And we were so successful, to be blunt, because Villa was constantly running past him. Means that the defenders don't know whether to step right or left. And when they went with Villa, he tucked in and whacked it. And like I said, I think I think he's a really good player, Tilly. And I don't have a problem as such with him being as greedy as he is. And a lot of fans go, oh, he's being too greedy. Well, tell me where the goal's coming from then. If he is the guy that as soon as he gets the ball, I'm thinking something could happen. Nobody else. So problem it's is, all right having a go at him if we're not passing. Who is he going to pass to? And are they going to score? But the only problem we got with the Tilly. answer is no. Only problem we got with Tilly. And, and I, I, I think we're actually missing Nurfield. And I know people are going to go, oh, that's mad. That's a really bad shot. But I've said to you before, right, Nurfield's work rate, his defensive work rate is absolutely spot on. And when he's playing with Curry, he, Curry gets round him because he knows that Nurfield's got the pace to get back as well. Correct. And I think we're missing that kind of defensive, do you know what I mean, to, and get the ball and give it and start things off again. Nurfield, and he, he goes at people as well. He takes people on where Tilly d- tries to take people on but loses the ball quite easier. But with Tilly, if you're going to play Tilly, you have to play 4-4-2. He can't play in a diamond, and he ain't oh, fit, Yeah, and he ain't fitting three five two. But what? But again, if we're, if we're gonna make because I'd have uh, Gordon above him in the the three five two as well. Curtis, ooh, if we can over play. Tilly in that three in the middle, I'd have no, Gordon ahead of him. Not a not a chance. Well, because he, he's a winger. He's not a mid. Can't, where's he playing? Were you giving him the free role Gordon. job that Curtis should give that? I, I think Tilly could easily do that. But what I'm saying to you is, there's no Gordon for me has been. I've not, I'm not exactly endeared with him as such. He's played really it's, well in a game where he was a winger. It, it, it's rough, but he's had other games as wingers and he's had absolutely nothing. And he's not going to because he's a young lad who's trying to find his way in football. We know with these younger guys who come from the palaces and stuff, at, at the back it's always quite easy and secure because it's not. It, but again, it, I, again, I think people really underestimate Nurfield and what Nurfield brought to our team. People, I've seen some people saying he's rubbish. We're not missing him. I actually disagree. I think we're missing him, missing him massively for his work rate, what he did off the ball, 
and the way he got us going again and got us going up the field. But I just, I, I see, what, I, I get what you're saying with guys to Tilly. If we're going to play that, if Curtis can't play because of his injury and stuff, and he can only play 30, 40 minutes, you could have Tilly in that free roam. I, I, that's I, th- I, I think. I think we could definitely, definitely, definitely accommodate. I think with the players him. that we've got currently at the moment, we have to go with a three-five-two or three-four-three-man-two, and it would have to be Brown, Pierce, and Ogundia, because then that way Pierce can have that kind of sweeper role. See if he drops too deep, ain't a big deal. But hopefully Pierce, Brown, and Ogundia will get him up the pitch and stuff. And I guess the challenge is you can't Lee. go with two at the back, and it can't be Brown and Pierce. We can't have them two starting. In my opinion, and I said. Uh, the whole of this, the whole of the conversation we've had about playing poorly, I feel, starts with the fact that our two centre back, and again, I'm not criticising them at all because they're doing what they can, and we know what they are. They're going to yeah, sit yeah. deep. They're Agreed. worried about getting hit over the top, and, and so are we. And they're astute the footballers, and they're they're not wrong in what they're saying. And if we were playing, Kelly was playing against them too, he would absolutely murder them. Yeah, agree. he'd just sit right on the back, and what he'd do, he'd push so far. He'd push them all the way back and we'd go, right, off you go and play. But we, I feel like at the moment, if we're going to play the way that we play and the way that we are presenting to Kelly, we've got to give him some sort of support nearby. I'd, in a perfect world, you'd have a, he would you'd play 4-4-2. You'd have a couple of wingers who can actually cross the ball. But that would mean that they've got to go wide. And we don't do that. We've got wingers. We like the inverted winger. And we like the inverted winger because we've got two young fullbacks who can overlap. Without, unfortunately, if you're not playing Villa, Ogondi is not that but, player. So, and he doesn't need to be. So the original question, Dan, is why have we changed the way of playing? And you're saying, because I said to someone the other day, it's just excuses for me, that our injury record. But is that is that why we've changed the way? Because we lost our spine. We lost our two centre-backs. Reeves and then Ali, and that was our spine straight through that that team. 100, and is that the only reason we've changed the way we're playing, or could we could we play better with the, the players that we've got? Why have we suddenly just gone long ball when Josh Kelly is not a long ball player? Well, again, though, this is the point we're making: is that, in my opinion, there is a team with the group that we've got. I feel like there is a. I'm not saying a playoff or a promotion team. But there is a team that can play better football and be more successful. But we're going to need to change the the dimensions of what we've got. And I feel like at the moment, Kelly is definitely someone who likes to run in behind. And he's able to do that against certain teams because certain teams will play higher and he can run in behind, particularly into the corners and pick the ball up. But when Pierce is going to get the ball and is Brown, they are going to hit the ball longer and higher. If Bugu is going to play this 10 role, which is deeper, he's not going to be able to win that header. So it's got to go either behind and Kelly picks it up. But even if he does pick it up there, then what? Who the hell is going to get to him to deliver, to pass, to move? And the answer is, I don't know many. So if we're going to have to be successful in this short term, it's solely going to be down, in my opinion, to the manager having to change our ethos. And it was very easy with... Barmer, long throw, long throw, long throw. <laughs> to what? One player, which is Boogie. No one else is tall enough to deal with it. Ball, you could argue, but with Reeves and Little, and you've got Boogie and you've got Kelly and you've got the two wingers, Curtis isn't bad in the air, but if you're throwing the ball from the right, you want Curtis on on the game. Another. 
we were back. We've played the best football we've done by getting the ball on the floor. Another, another really big, good football. A big one for us as well is we lost Lemony Evans, and I don't think people realised how good he was for us. Again, because we could football. play with that diamond with him going wherever he wanted. He'd go wide, he'd come back, he'd win headers. He was, you know what I mean? And I think he's a massive loss for us as well. I just, but if we're going to be successful, we've got to be brave. We, I was just on, about to and say. With, and with the bench. We've I got was to be braver. I was just about to say the word brave. I think the management team need to be brave. I think we need to, as I said, we need to use three of our best forward players, Bugle, Kelly, and either one of Tilly or Curtis and go, right, you three have got to go up front. I kind of agree with you regarding Biller, but I think I, can, I don't think we'll go to a three at the back. I just can't see it. I can't see it. No, I agree. I don't think we'll do that. Which maybe might be smart, but why we're not managers. But yeah, I just think we need to be braver and get them free on the pitch up front or attacking options because I think we'll have more chance of scoring goals. Not having Bugle drop so deep either, but get him next to Kelly, winning flicks, holding the ball up, bringing Kelly and uh, what's his name, Curtis into the game. And then but you could also drop, you could, it, we're not defining, you know, we haven't got to have Boogie at the top of the time. You can just change it up, right, Curtis? You can drop in deep about five minutes. Yeah, in. no, I agree. I and think Boogie will do it. And if, Curtis, under, you if can keep say to him, swap. You can go, Curtis. Course, you know, what, you're now up with uh, Kelly. And, and if we're under the cosh, we go right, Curtis. You can come back now, mate. Thanks very much. Mm. Or you go right. We're, we're playing three and three. Curtis, you can back on the left. You've got Little. You've got um, we've got Armani Little. We'll have um, Tilly, and we would also have Reeves as the three. With those three, you can you can be interchangeable, right? We're gonna play, um, we're gonna play a diamond here with Tilly on the right, Little on the left, one at the bottom and one at the top, and then we can go right. Next five minutes, we're gonna go back to what we were doing. So we've got exactly that formation. We can be flexible, but uh, for me, we just need Sasu's got to come back onto the bench. I'm not saying he's an absolute revelation, far from it, but he's got to come back on the bench. Villa has to come back on the bench. Williams has to come onto the bench. I don't know how good he is. No one knows. He had a blinder against Chelsea, so he can't be that crap. So let's get him back on the bench. Let's lose. We know now that Barmer's not available. So let's put one of them lads back on the bench. Let's think about, do we really want John Gerald Tool? Is he really going to be that man? No, he's not. Right, put him on the bench. And let's have, a, let's, let's have an opportunity where we're playing against a team who are nearer the bottom, probably playing okay, Let's go and be aggressive and let's have a look at this so we can have a decent week and then we can absolutely go into the game that we all are wanting to win with the best potential form. I'm not saying it's it's car crash, but the hangover of Ali, is it's done now. We've had the hangover. We've now got to find a way, a solution. We lost Ali. We waited a couple of weeks to get Kelly, which was a huge mistake. The minute we got rid of Ali, it was the minute we should have got Kelly, we've waited too much time in that. It should have almost been Ali out, incoming Kelly, and we start. Well, but we haven't, and that's fine. This is why I think I think you're <laughs> totally 100% on that. I think we should have got Kelly as soon as Ali went, or and I think we should have got another striker on loan. In, I know we tried to get uh, Agila from uh, Aldershot, but I still think we should have got maybe another striker on loan instead of John Joe at all. Uh, because I don't see what John Joe at all is doing at the moment, and, and it's not his fault. But playing five minutes here, ten minutes here is no good for him. That's the reason why he left Mansfield. But I think, yeah, I think you're 100% spot on. I think we need to be brave. I think we need, if we want any chance of going for the playoffs, 
I think we need to go for it and we need to actually attack teams and go and use our strengths with what we got, which is our attacking players. Bugle, Kelly, Curtis, do you know what I mean? Tilly on one wing, Gordon on the other, or play Billa. Play Billa on one wing, maybe, but we need to get, yeah, get, we need to get teams away from our defensive because that's where we're weak at the moment. Even though we're not conceding loads of goals, but we know at the moment we have got two slow, older gentlemen at the back that can be opened up at will. And yeah, we, you know what I mean? We, we need to get the ball further up the field and, and try and score more goals. But yeah. Agreed. Anything else you want to add before we move on, Dan? No, I think, I, I, I think that's, yeah, I, th- I feel that there is definitely a very good football team in our group. I think there's more than enough ability to not only have a good football team, but to have um, a backup option. I just really hope if Jackson is listening, which I'm sure he's not, we're backing him. We've given him this contract. I'd love him just to be really bold here and be like, right, okay, I've been given the green light. I'm here next year. I'm going to really go for this win on Saturday. And a win on Saturday gives us a great momentum moving forward. But to do that, we're going to need a tweak of it. We'll talk about Doncaster. Uh, We'll come back. We'll talk about Doncaster build up that game because I think it's quite a big game with the one that's coming up after that so we'll move on uh, and when we come back we'll discuss Doncaster away on Saturday The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans We're back for the final part of the episode we're going to be discussing the Doncaster game on Saturday have we got a game on Tuesday this week Dan I don't know if we have not no, we have the week after it. Yeah, we have got the fifth. So we've That's got we've got there. them, and then we've got uh, a game on the Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Chillingham, maybe. Yeah, Doncaster. You going? No, not going Saturday. No, but it's all. Oh, I am. It's a... Are you actually? Yeah, I'm going. I've, I've never been to Doncaster, so you know. Have you never... not? No, we went up there. Oh, I went. I went up there. With, we lost. Lost two one. Mitchell Pinnett scored for us. Yeah, I know nice goal, a lot actually. of my mates went up when McCormick scored first game of the season and we won 2 0, I think, up there. Yeah, uh, and I know a few, a, mates, a few of my mates went on a Tuesday night once when we drew 0 0 to stay up. And they said, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. said Doncaster on a Tuesday night was like a Friday night in the Algarve. They said nice. it was unbelievable. They went in a pub, there was 21st birthdays, there was stag do's, hen do's, a 60th going on, karaoke, the whole lot. It was all going off in a couple of pubs. It was a Tuesday night in the middle of, like, what, March? I mean, well, I mean, form-wise, they're all right. They're, you know, they've taken eight points from five. They've won their, what, two of the they last three. someone Saturday, didn't they? I think they did, yeah. Or might be in the midweek. I mean, at home, Doncaster, to give you some context, they, the last five, going backwards, they won their last game. Um, they beat Tranmere at home. Yeah, they beat Grinsby 5-1 on they Saturday. Lost, they lost to Stockport 5-1. They beat Grinsby like, 5-1 on Saturday at Grinsby. Who did? Doncaster. Who did you think no, they, they didn't. About? They beat no, Grinsby they 5-1 on Saturday. They played Tranmere their last on, game. On Saturday the 17th of February. They beat Doncaster, beat Grinsby 5-1. Really? Yeah. All oh, right, okay. It's interesting because on the last... Well, this might be just a home game. Should be yeah, you're right. Sorry. You're totally right. I'm always um, right, mate. So they've won, they, yeah, they, they are so still. That's, they've that's away, and they drew with Salford. They've got goal I mean, minus fifteen. 
And they drew, I mean, they drew with Sutton away and they needed a very, very last minute goal. I mean, I think the, the good, I guess for us, the good news is they are one of the few teams who are done. There's nothing in their season. They're not going down. They're almost certainly not going to get in the playoffs. I mean, we're talking about making up 11 points. Even them, they are literally no man's land. Their, their season is toast already. Bless their fans. So I feel that there's definitely an opportunity. The fact that they've scored, we can see they're minus 15. Yeah. And we're plus nine means it, this is a really, really good opportunity that we've got to take. And I, like I said, I just feel like we've really got to be on the front foot here. Um, yeah, they, they play a four five one. Okay. Well, I mean, to be honest, to be fair, that that may not necessarily be too bad for us. We kind of play that, I guess, if you like. With, and to be fair, against if you look at the stats against Grinsby, they won five one. They had forty six possession. They had ten shots on target. They only had four, six off target. Grinsby had fourteen shots, four on target, five off target. So it weren't much in it. I think they, every shot they had that just went in that day. Uh, but yeah, I I think, again, it's one we really need to go. You said they're probably not on the beach as such. They're probably playing for contracts and stuff. They're, but... they're not going to be a million miles away. Their, their season is pretty much dead. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really looking for, um, I think we really, really, before the MK game could do with, with Kelly getting off I was going to say, well, we I are think... desperate to get to, and even if he doesn't get off the mark, but just give him a couple of chances where the keepers make some good saves and just give him, you know, give him some real opportunities to be in, in to see whether he has got that opportunity to be in those situations. Because that MK game could potentially be the, one of the biggest games he's ever played in, in terms of noise, volume, attendance. That will be a big game. And I just hope that we give him the chance to do it. As I've said before, I personally would have to play Villa. I'd play Villa and Curry and two centre-backs. Who they want to be is up to people. I'm definitely playing um, Curtis in the middle. I'm playing Tilly. Um, I'm, Reeves comes back and starts. I'm playing Little and I'm playing Curtis in the middle. And then I'm hoping that we've got the idea of we can play, find a way of either we we play uh, Kelly and Boogie who have got to play. I'd love to see... Um, Curtis play behind, but I would cope with him being wide until he being the other one. If you're playing Curry and you're playing Villa, if you're not, I'd like to see it change. No, I think I just want to. For me, it's about how we play on Saturday. We need to go out and actually perform. We need to put a performance on because of the game that's coming up after, especially the way we played since Barrow. Morgan was awful. Tuesday was awful. Accrington yeah. was awful. Do you know what I mean? We haven't played overly well. I thought, for me, Barrow, maybe the fact that they're really, they're not on great form now either. I think they lost after they played us. I think they got beat 3-0, I yeah. think it was. So they've dropped right off now. Uh, but yeah, the last three games, Accrington, Morecambe and Crawley have been very disappointed in performances. Yeah. Actually, clear-cut chances that we've we've cut out. I actually want to see a performance on Saturday. I want to see people giving 100% showing what, what they can do before we play the game on, on, on Saturday against them lot. Uh, and we need to go in it with at least a decent amount of form. As a, a draw would not be the worst result for us as long as we put a performance in. Again, I don't want to see us, what we did against Morecambe, just go through the motion, score, 
miss a sitter and then just switch off and consider goal. I want to see us playing for 90 minutes. And and as you said earlier, I think I'd like to see some of the youngsters on the bench, Sassu's, Williams and stuff, because again, I don't see the point of having Pell and John Joe Tor on it at the moment. If they're what they're going to bring to the game if we need to score goals. I, I haven't I I'm with you. I, I feel like we've personally I'm slightly on a different one. I think we need to go and be aggressive and I think we need to we need to try. I think I, I, like you said, a point just keeps momentum, we keep ticking over. And we know in three or four games time we'll lose a couple. Barrow yeah. coming down from where they are, they're slowly slipping down is it's great because that could, if they continue their terrible form, open up another slot up there. So rather than it being one for eight, it could be two for nine. But I am looking for a more aggressive and more dynamic performance. Um, and I think we'll get it. And I'm really, really going to back Jackson to acknowledge where we've not been great in the last month and really, really look to change it up. He pro- I'm hoping he does, because if he doesn't and we have another performance where we've been very, very average, I think he's one of the more stubborn managers that I've I've seen. And I really hope that we can just not go into this boogie off, Pell on, same formation. Mm. Kelly off, Davison on, same formation. Like, it just doesn't, we're not this changing. Is, this is my big worry. That's my big worry. Because he doesn't seem to change things about. He did on Tuesday, to be fair. We've been calling for it. He did it, but he did it wrong, unfortunately. And, and then he got crucified for it. But yeah, it, it is a big worry of mine because after the game against them, we could be as low as 16th. And then I think people then really will start shitting the bed. And if we perform like we did up there against them, it could get very, very toxic again, which. The it's real, the real we shame. We don't want to happen, Dan, because it's been an okay season at the moment. It's a, it, it okay. I think be. it's been a great season. I don't it's think it's been really a great positive. season. It's not been a great. It's been an okay season. Oh, okay. Well, I think it's been a well, great season for what we. It's been an okay season at the moment. It's been it's been a good season at the moment. Yeah, but if we finish seventeenth in the league, then it's been a terrible season. People say, "Oh, it's been we've improved because we finished twentieth the year before." Yeah. But uh, you've I think, got to look I think at it as an overall. Be, Honestly, I honestly believe if we're going to be lower than 12, it's an even worse season than last year. And you're going to go shut up. It's because well, we've had the ability to get close and then we've just hit, we've just I, absolutely I think... soared ourselves. And that, that would be, in my opinion, a real, a very, 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 very difficult pill to swallow if we end up 14th, having been 7th, having potentially with Ali being even higher, and we've just absolutely melted. I think that would be a shame. I don't think that'll happen. I think I still think we've got the ability to to be in that top half and be in and in with the movers and shakers. Considering like where we are, Harrogate can't stick it out. If we're if we're struggling, Harrogate being slow. There's just gonna be a few teams who've had those knocks, like Notts County, who have slipped down the down the hill. They've got too many good players, they've got any team that's got a striker like Langstaff means that they're in a, they're going to be in and amongst it. I just hope that we give our our main guy a chance. But I'm going to be really bold. I think we're going to win two nil. Yeah, I, I agree because our world media team, which is Joe, yeah, we put some predictions out at the start of the season, 
about where we we, we were going to finish. Right. Uh, a lot of people had us right down there at the moment. But I had we, us at what sixteenth, I think I said. We did put it. Yeah, a lot of people tenth, fourteenth, maybe. Uh, yeah, fourteenth. There's a few that had us around that. I I said about. I didn't want to be below twelfth. Did I really? I've said fourteenth. Do you know what I mean? And I don't. I'm a bit worried that if we do finish around that, people will say that's improvement. If we finish fourteenth, uh, I, I, I think that's that, improvement because we will. I it, you've got to it, look it is at it as an overall season. Yeah, yeah, I, I can understand that holistically. This team is a playoff team for me. We've I know we've got injuries now, but with Johnson, Lewis, and when we had Ali, that was a playoff team. Even without Ali now, I still see us as a playoff team. And yeah, I I'm gonna go. 3-1 Wimbledon on Saturday. Okay. Because I think we are going to have to go after him if we want to be in the playoff hunt. There's no game on Tuesday, so we can put a team out there that can, do you know what I mean? We're going to get a rest And I'm expecting a, a reaction from the court. Uh, and I expecting. want a reaction. We need it. Yep. And also, I think Doncaster, as you said, they have nothing to play for, so they might, it looks like they're coming after teams. They they score goals, but they also can see goals. So, I yeah, I'd hope, I hope we mix it up a little bit. I really do. Uh, I don't want to see Josh Kelly up front on his own. I'd like to see him, uh, as you said, Josh Kelly, Bugle up front, and then Curtis just behind. That would be perfect for me. And then the, the rest of it can kind of sort itself out. I do worry about us defensively if we're playing Pierce and Brown. Yep. But one game against Doncaster, might, it ain't going to be the end of the world, I don't think. But also, the, the defence hasn't been our problem. But it's It been, could be our problem, though. Well, I think, I, as I said, I, I need to rephrase what I said. I think yeah. it is our problem because we can't get higher up the pitch and the way that we play offensively, I think, is negatively yeah. impacted on three of the four defenders that we have in that back four. But we're not conceding lots of goals. We're mm. not conceding. We're, we've got literally very few goals that we conceded apart from... I mean, Accrington was two absolute stunners, but Accrington, Bradford, Crawley, Morecambe, we haven't made loads of chances. No. And the game against Barrow, where I thought we were very good, we shortened the game up. And I feel like that's got to be the next step for us. I agree. That's a bit, a bit, a bit awkward. <laughs> You've been agreeing with me all night, mate. I've always been right. A grey arbler. Right, it's good to be back on the number one AFC Women podcast. Thanks to Gary Fletcher and the boys at Season Master for sponsoring this season's podcast. Oh, yes. Uh, that's it. We'll be back on Sunday with another Sunday debrief. I didn't do one last week. Didn't feel great again. But we will be back on Sunday to discuss the game against Doncaster and discuss the game coming up against them. Me and Danny will be back with the podcast next week before the scum game. Maybe do an interview with an ex-player or something. I don't know. We'll discuss that. Hey, Dan? Sign. Sign. And then, uh, yeah, I'll see everyone at Doncaster. Going up there early doors. I know a few of my mates are going up on Friday night. Because Doncaster are doing the uh, beat the cost of living crisis, six pubs, twenty pound per person, all you can drink, and unlimited pizza. <laughs> Mate, what a gaff! What a gaff! I'll be going out there, Donny away, ticking it off one of the uh, the list this year. I've done a few of them now, so I'm coming close to that ninety two. All right, get yourself. Uh, get it ticked over. Right, thanks, Danny. Been a pleasure. Thank you, Lee. Come on, you dunce. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.